What's up, everybody? So I invited Risa Renee, the uh, one and only Risa Renee, into the studio today to talk about her cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> on uh, on a, an amazing magazine. Yeah, Modern Luxury, Modern Luxury magazine. Uh, DC. Uh, I, I I went on a tangent actually because when it when it first happened, look, I, I just jumped right into the conversation. When it first happened, I actually found out on Sunday that I was going to get the cover. Um, it's a whole nother black backdrop, but um, it hit me. I was like, damn, like I really got a lot of responsibility now. You know what I'm saying? Just in terms of uh, being embraced the way the city has embraced me, and it's just on so many levels and at so many different points in my career. You know, the city has just completely backed me. You know. And I don't take it for granted at all. Like, I'm just so overwhelmed um, and how thankful I am and, and all the love that they've shown me since day one, for real. <laughs> well, you know, the city loves you, man, for good reason. You're super talented. You're, you know, a very likable person. You're very, you know, from a professional standpoint, you're awesome to work with. Thank you. Your music is hella inspiring. Thank I you. listen to your music all the time. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it really is. It's important to to put out a different image than... Um, what's normally seen, and I think people really gravitate because you are DC. You know, you 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 you're DC. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, so how did how did the cover come about? How did this all start? All right. So I'm not sure if you remember, but there's a um, commercial that was running in Reagan, Dulles, and BWI airports called uh, "Welcome to DC." I put the it's actually on YouTube as well um, with Flyer TV. So that ran probably for about two years, and it's been off probably for about another two years and my contact from there contacted me and they were like hey you know we have this magazine we were interested in doing an article on you in it I'm like yes like why not you know I always want to talk about it um you know we had released Lovers Rock in that in that time and I'm actually gearing up to release more music which we can talk about in a little bit um and it was like just perfect timing so they hit me up we um, went back and forth on scheduling um the photo shoot for it because it was right before the holidays and the guy was just in town um for like three days or so so we're like brushing, trying to hurry up and get this shoot done. I'm organizing at this point because my manager, Sam, shout out Sambo, uh, was getting married, prepping right. for his wedding. So right. I'm like dealing with business and creative. I'm just doing everything. So I'm like, okay, look, let's just meet on Saturday. Like, just let's just do it. Um, at the last minute, the guy's schedule kind of got mixed up, and they're like, you know what? I think it's a little bit too much. Why don't we just do it after the holidays? And I'm like, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, capitalize on every moment, and there's no guarantee tomorrow is promised anyway let's just get it done so we got it done i get to the hotel um as you know as well i like wearing sneakers right hoodies you see me y'all see me <laughs> right and um they're like okay well we need you to wear here we go again a dress or something real dressy and funky and i'm like man what the heck man i don't have anything to wear like i'm not really i don't really know so i hit my stylist up probably about 24 hours before and i was like yo we got this big shoot for this big magazine, which is usually like home decor and different things like that. Like, I need something really funky and sexy. So she brings about a suitcase full of stuff. We take over this back room in a hotel, and we're like fighting back and forth, like on what I'm gonna wear. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not wearing that. No, I'm not wearing that. And we ended up deciding on the outfit that I that I did wear, and came out the photographer. He was great, um, great energy, and we just had a really good time, you know. And you think you do like high fashion stuff, so you like try to put the sexy face on. He's like, no, smile, no laugh, and I'm like. All right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, long story short, we got the shoot done, which, you know, was a miracle in itself. And then, you know, again, they told me Sunday I had the cover. Like, that's just so crazy. It's, <laughs> it's, it's such a great cover. I love it so much. Thank like, you. I don't know if, uh, 
you know, if you if you have seen it out there, if anybody's listening on Facebook or or Instagram Live, but you should look it up. Yeah, it's yeah. super dope. Like I love that you like maintain your style and right. your swagger, yeah. and you look sexy and elegant as a motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you. You yeah. know, in that like cream color suit, yeah. looking fly as shit, yeah. rocking some sneakers. I'm like, my <laughs> girl, yeah, my yeah. girl, don't ever let them try to change you. I you haven't know? at this point, man. I came in the industry not. So, like, why start now, you know? <laughs> I mean, you have a whole song about it. You know Wonder what I mean? Cool, baby. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, why why change now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That is so exciting. It is, man. I, again, I'm smiling ear to ear, like, again, between the embrace. Yeah, like, D.C., man. I know it's not just D.C. either. Like, I don't want to just limit it to that. But, you know, you, the crabs in the barrel mentality. We we talk about it all the time, or it's always brought up in interviews and everything. And and I can honestly say again, like you guys have been nothing but supportive to right. me, you know, in in my entire career, um, and the fueling of my success thus far has been because you all hold me down, you know. And again, like I'm just so floored and and, and grateful for that platform. <laughs> you know, I think uh, I think manifest destiny, you know, and speaking is being, and I think a lot of times. Um, too often people want to talk about what DC isn't Correct. and what DC is and this definition that can't possibly exist because DC is not the same city that it was 10 years ago. It's not the same city that it was 10 minutes ago. Right, right. You know, right. for better or worse, it's just not the same. So if you were an artist 15 years ago when we were in like a little bit of a dry spell and people were kind of broke, then yeah, you didn't get the same kind of love and shine and support, but the population wasn't as dense. And I mean, there's a lot of factors and people didn't have money. So maybe people rode hard for you and were checking for you, but maybe they didn't have the money to go out. Mm-hmm. And also there wasn't as many ways to support people. Mm-hmm. You know, now you can buy music online, you can go to an event, you can support a, you know, crowdfunding. You know, right, there's a right, ton of right, different right, ways. Platforms. You can just shout out on Instagram that on your so own. True. And so it's a different kind of like economy, it's a different kind of like market, it's a different, you know, platform, it's a different canvas. And I think that like anybody who gets ca- too caught up in trying to define what DC is, both right. negative and positive, is like completely missing the transformation that's happening daily. And Respect. and some of it is really bad. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah. our homeless population is like, you know, on the rise and it was already really bad and the discrepancy. I mean, there's a lot of real problems. Right. But when it comes to art, there's no shortage of artists and dope people. Very valid. You know, and I don't think that... Um, I think that a lot of people have been told that they have to watch out for this crabs in apparel mentality. And so a lot of artists, and I I deal with it, you know, where artists are unnecessarily protective over the wrong things. Right. And they end up just like closing a lot of doors for themselves because they were told, hey, you got to watch out and don't. And it's like, Nah, man, you're missing like you're missing the point. That's part of the course. Everybody does this. Right. What you should be watching out for is these other pitfalls that you're not really catching. Right. But I feel that DC has always been down to represent DC. I mean, right. we fucking love mumbo sauce, which is basically Respect. ketchup and sugar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, let's be let's let's be honest. But we love that shit because it's ours. You know right. what I'm saying? Like yes. we love we love our DC as fuck, right? Like mm-hmm. we love the imperfections that is our city, and mm-hmm. so we don't always get it right. But like we. I feel like D.C. is a city that if you say hi to somebody, they're going to say hi back. Like, I feel D.C. is a city that whatever you put into it is what What you you get get back. And so I think everybody needs to just dead this whole crab. Because, like, where where are them crabs at and where is that barrel? Because, you know, 
my company, right, One Love, yep. has been nothing but collaboration. And it's been, you know, if it wasn't for the support of all the people and all the amazing, amazing artists like yourself yeah. who validate us, then we wouldn't exist at all. So I think, you know, just, you know, being the change, right? Just right. keep being that change and, and you know, and, and talk about the positives in, instead of the negatives because it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, absolutely right. And, and I think... You know, the only reason I've ever brought it up is because that's always the first question in every interview. Not even just here, you know, even right. going outside of here, you know. And I always combat it again. That's why I make it a point to um, acknowledge the fact that this is what y'all say, but my career has been nothing less exactly. than DC supporting me. So, yeah. yeah I and think, it's yeah. important because you're our superstar, you know. <laughs> you're making it out there. And I think it's important, you know, a lot of artists leave DC and then don't necessarily want to rep DC or... Whatever, and, I, and I'm sure a lot of artists have had bad experiences in D.C., but you're going to have bad experiences anywhere, anywhere in the music yeah, anywhere business. You, go, yeah. you know what I mean? Very trying business. <laughs> I mean, it's full of artists and dreamers and people that feel that they can accomplish anything. You try to put everybody in the same room together, mm -hmm. you know, things are going to get a little bumpy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But that's just par for the course, you know what I mean? You just keep it moving and create some amazing things together. I completely agree. You know, I really agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. Like you wearing them sneakers and that fly ass exactly, outfit. Exactly, exactly. You know, exactly. and then we, I got to shout out Malik too, man. The drummer Malik. I got to shout out Kenny Sway. Uh, he just went recently yeah. went viral again. Again, um, yeah, he's just killing. But shout out Black Alley. Like we can go on and on and on. Like, the, all, Big G, Wincy, you know, Backyard Family, uh, Stomp, Smoke. Like on and on and on and on and on and on um, of of just countless uh, other creatives and artists. Again, Pinky Visto. Uh, right. You know, my brother PK, like the TCB family, like everybody. Again, it's just we are really one big happy family. It was so funny. I went to the uh, Titan Music Awards the other night and I had been out of town and, you know, came back home and I was just walking, running. Actually, I felt like the class clown. That's what I told everybody because I'm running around the whole thing, like all smiling, jumping in people's pictures, recording <laughs> videos. And I'm like, it's like a family reunion. Like, yeah. you know, Mo, Mo is there. Shout out to Santa Claus. Uh, you know, Mem, DJ Mem is there. Right. It looks like it's just so many people and it's just like one big happy family. <laughs> you know, and I, I think that's real. Like, you know, uh, like talking to like everybody, like Stomp from Northeast Groovers and like mm -hmm. everybody just like learning like the history and understanding that like the same sound guy's been in the game for 30 years. Like yeah. these guys, yeah. especially in the Go-Go family, it's like, Think about how much effort it takes to load that many speakers, how many egos are in one band when you got 12 mm -hmm. grown men on a stage. And that's just normal, like, you know, yeah. normal. Yeah, they could yeah, be yeah. working in the same building or in the same, it doesn't matter, but, like, that's a lot of, 12 people, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. It's a lot of things to balance. And still, these guys have been at it 20 years, 30 years, yeah. you know what I mean? 10 yeah. years, you yeah. know? It's just, like, it's it's really it's really crazy to, to think that like DC isn't a family in that sense because because right. we've been holding down the culture for so many years and then I feel that even yeah like they didn't go anywhere these guys are still teaching the next generation yes, they're they still That's running true. sound for the next shows they don't have to be doing that they're so old they could be chilling they don't yeah. need to be loading 15 giant speakers That's to every true, gig because yeah. the level of like instrumentation just a back line yeah. for a go-go band is is it's a hefty chore <laughs> man you know yeah, what I mean yeah. it's expensive it's, it weighs a lot you know mm -hmm. it's an ordeal so th this is more than just like the music they like to play. This is a lifestyle. This is a lifelong commitment so in the culture. into the culture. Mm -hmm. And and I think that on the on the flip side of that, you know, 
from like from a producer standpoint, from where I'm sitting, I'm equally as excited because you've got people uh, like the guys doing Broccoli City. Right. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. Who yep. are like holding down culture and like doing good things and all these great initiatives with like volunteering for tickets and cleaning up spaces and yep. really just emphasizing like the the earth and the organic nature of it all and like giving back. And then you've got people like All Things Go, you know what I mean? Who are reaching a whole different side of the city but are also committed to like doing good events and mm-hmm. providing culture and like meshing those two That's worlds. So then you got the guys at Funk Parade, you yeah. know, who I really can't say enough good things about, you know, I mean, it's ridiculous. Like yeah. they they're they're so good. <laughs> they're 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 so good, and it's yeah. just like the amount of effort that they put into uh, the brainstorming meetings and funk parade. They don't make a dime off of that. A whole bunch of people volunteer, and like and yet like you know you know we're they're creating things like this uh, um, this uh, this panel that we were on called creating the music economy in D.C. and it was like talking to all the people and trying to figure out how to make this work and how to make things sustainable for artists and how to how to work together so that we can like combat all the difficulties we have with DCRA so that we can continue to do what we do and then also do it together so we can include more people and it's like man what a that's crazy. fucking yeah, amazing that city is amazing. who would ever know all that ha- well from my point of view right. behind the scenes it's right. beautiful right almost and all everyone's the ones you there. mentioned has supported me as well and invited Musa. me to Sci House was there yeah. you know the loft was there like everybody is there DCMD is there yeah. like all these people that are like committed to like creating events and creating opportunities for people to get together are working with each other and right. like having drinks together and right. like having like thought out meetings to sit and figure out how we can maintain that integrity and how we can continue to do what we do uh, and and work with the city so it's not such a difficult thing because it's hard. You want to, it's easy to get burnt out by the city's bullshit straight up. You know what I mean? Yes. So if we can band together and come up with solutions to make it easier for everybody, then we all win. And so it's just like walking away from days like that. I'm like, I don't know what, DC talk, other yeah, people just, are talking about because the city all of that yeah they is so dope yeah. dude and and committed the next generation of DC's music like empire and history mm-hmm. and culture is solid yo like we're all hanging out we're yeah. all friends like we yeah. all have the same mentality we all have the same end goals even though we're coming from totally different, different places yeah. and different experiences and we have different goals but ultimately the message is the same so I think it's awesome that you talk about that and I think it's important that people understand that you know it's not so cutthroat at all you know this isn't new york and this isn't la and this isn't miami Mm -hmm. like motherfuckers ain't none of those places yeah you did you just (laughs) but for real wait wait, wait. boom you know molly just laid it all the way down that's a valid you 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 put uh sense to everything you know Again, I, I always say I'm an artist. I'm, I'm like all the way blue collar because, you know, I go off, not that you don't, not that you don't, vibes and energies and this feels this way and, oh, I want everybody to hold hands and kumbaya type shit, right. you know what I'm saying? But you do do that. You, right. you got it in you, you know? But um, so I, I, I connect more in terms of my understanding with uh, just the interactions. Again, like when he texting me Happy New Year, like that meant a lot to me. He didn't have to take time out of his day. Like he's a big deal to me, you know what right. I'm saying? Or if they see me or, you know, if I go to a Raheem show or something, he sees me, he'll make it a point to be like, yo, Risa Renee in the house. You know, you don't. they don't have to do things like that. And and that to me communicates the the community. Because they're excited to see. Yeah. It's, it's not even it. like, oh, mm-hmm. I better do this or Risa's gonna yeah, no, no, be no, pissed. No. It's like, oh, Risa's yo, in the building. Yeah, like I see you. Like it's yeah. that quick, like boom, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're right. Because everyone's just as grateful for that support. Yeah. 
I feel like. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like Raheem will never be bigger than DC. He's bigger than DC, but he'll never be too big for DC. Right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. he'll never like he's he's love like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, look at Sam Burns. That dude is like our number one deep house DJ. Every other city that has their deep house DJ guy, you know, whether it be Mark Farina or whoever, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like they're touring the world. Sam is like 18th Street Lounge every Sunday, yeah, holding down the vibes. It. Holding down the culture, telling, teaching me the lessons of early days, always checking me when I need to be checked. You know what I yeah, mean? No yeah. ego, nothing but soul and heart. And there's a lot of dudes like that in DC, yeah. or people like that in DC that never left, even though they could have. And they're just holding it down. And and even though a lot of people don't realize it, they're the ones that formed like the very foundation of who and what we are. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? If Northeast Groovers and Backyard didn't exist though if Big G still wasn't kicking it yeah what, what would it be? you're right what would we what would be be you know what I'm saying that's very true it's necessary and I'm sure they're tired of that shit I'm sure they're tired of you know cramming in little vans and not getting paid enough and dealing with shit and dealing with the state I'm sure there's plenty of times that they've all wanted to to quit or do something else but it's just not it's, like it's not an option man. yeah you know? that's a valid flipping point yeah yeah, you just dropped that shit. <laughs> I mean, how many other bands have been playing for 30 years, 20 years, like Together. Grateful Dead, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rolling Stones. Like, honestly, like, name mm-hmm. another band that's been able to, like, successfully play together for that long. Yeah. That's crazy. That is. You're right. That's a valid point. You got me. DC, man. DC or nothing. DC or nothing. That's a DC as fuck right there, y'all. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So now that we are done loving our city for yes, the moment, indeed, 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 for the moment, let's talk about some uh, some new music you got on the horizon. I've got so 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 much to share with you guys, man. It's like I, I've been held back, if you will, not really though, because it kept me writing, like you know, records and records and records. Um, but now we've just been organizing. Like I spent quite a bit of time in uh, Philadelphia uh, working with this band out there called Killiam Shakespeare. Um, and I know, right? It's a cool name, right? Um, with a drummer and a keyboard player who used to tour with uh, Bilal, actually. Uh, they decided to just jump off tour real quick and well, for a little bit and get their stuff together in terms of... Suki keeps on FaceTiming me. Stop it. <laughs> uh, to jump uh, off tour and kind of, you know, create. Just create some stuff. And I came in right on time. Actually, Funny Silk called me. Um, he plays with the band The Fix, um, who you guys, I'm sure, have seen around town as well. And he invited me out to a gig, a Silk City Diner out in Philly. Which is like, this boy keeps on FaceTime. <laughs> Don't you know she's famous? <laughs> so uh, so we went up there. Erykah Badu, Jill Scott. It's like so many uh, singers and things have kind of gone through that area. And hold on one second. You should answer it I and am. shame she, this boy. Boy, I'm on the radio. Stop calling me. Hello? Hello? I'm on the radio. I'm going to call you back. Say hi to Molly. Say hi. We on the radio, young. <laughs> anyway you know yeah he said anyways <laughs> so anyway invited me out there there was another cliche moment like happened similar to the apollo theater in new york um somebody so happened to be in the crowd that saw me um and the guy uh they call him walking bear in philly but uh he actually was uh, a big big played a big role in breaking floor tree um and he saw me. All I did was jump on, did hello, mama, and jump right off. Right. He followed me outside and was like, "Yo, like we got a link. Like, yeah. I love the music. I love what you're doing. I, I want, I want to hear more. I want, I want to know more." Let's say that happened in, let's just say September, every week, from September until Thanksgiving. Actually, I've been going back and forth to Philly 
uh, meeting different people. I mean, I, I've met so many people I can't even like, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, Adam Blackstone, who's the MD for Nicki, Nicki Minaj, Flipping uh, Justin Timberlake, uh, uh, endless people, you know what I'm saying? I, I've met so many like uh, drummers and stuff and people that right. are really... Uh, of amazing part in just even just the live music portion, like your favorite artists, their musicians more than likely are MD is from Philadelphia. So I've been working in that market, uh, meeting a lot of cool people, getting a lot of good vibes, um, creating a lot of dope music. Um, in addition to being here and working with um, Reggie and uh, Mickey from House Studio. Nice. Um, we had a one of you do and um, shout out House Studio. Shout out House Studio. You already know. You do and Davina actually gave me an opportunity to create. I was going through. Uh, I don't want to say dry spell, but just a really hard creative time in terms of like, I got so much. I got to get it out, please. I just need help. Right. And they're like, look, Risa, you know, we believe in you and we're going to give you some studio time. Just go work. Right. And that's when me, Mickey and Reggie specifically just kind of crammed in a room for about a month. And we did a whole album pretty much in, in that time. That's amazing. So pretty much what I'm doing is I'm, I'm mixing um, what I've done with Reggie and, and Mickey and then also what I've done with Killiam uh, out in Philly and creating... And AB, AB the producer as well, nice. as well as my brother PK the producer. Right. Um, and, and we really just found that sound. I think everybody had been waiting for, you know, Risa, you're cool, I get it, but like, what's your thing? Right, I, right. I finally found it. Word. Um, for sure, we found it. And um, That's exciting. Yeah. I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to share it. Like, I'm so excited. Uh, Godfather, we did some work together too. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of dope ass music straight up. Um, I've been studying the marketing game, as you know. I do social media for Sports on Elite as well. Right. So in addition to running my own career from day one, all, all 18,000 followers, I organically grown. Like I grew. I'm I'm very proud of that because I worked very hard to do that. Um, yeah. So in addition to dope ass music, we got dope ass marketing campaigns. We got dope ass videos. Shout out Yaya Minister Cinema. I'm oh, sorry, Yaya Minister Cinema, uh, Mickey Trifecta. Um, just my squad, man. Everybody's just been a, a part, and, and we're ready. We've been working, and I'm holding on to so much, and I'm. Ready to let it roll. <laughs> it's, it's about to be, you know. You know, I ran into uh, Bomani Arma at uh, Kennedy Center seeing mm. Yazine Bay the other night. Oh, and you, you saw him? Yes. Ah, oh, man, I'm hating. So good. <laughs> I already know. So good. I'm all inspired. Actually, we got to talk about some performance ideas for 2017. But Okay, okay. Um. Yeah, I ran into Bomani Arma, and he, he uh, you know, we talked about doing a podcast, and he was like, yeah, I want to do one called Things I Love. And he's like, I'm so tired of everybody hating on 2016. Right. You know, he's like, you can't blame a whole year. I mean, I had some good things happen, too. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? He's got a beautiful yet. woman in his life that's pregnant and about to have their baby. She's just a few weeks away. He's wow. got amazing kids, you know. And so there's a lot of great things that happened in 2016. You know, there was a lot of terrible things as well. But, you know, mm -hmm. I think it's important to take the good with the bad and... And remember that moving forward, you know, got to plant the right seeds for 2017. Agreed. I completely agree with you. You're right. I think, uh, yeah, I don't focus on the negative at all. I think it's a lot of crazy things that definitely happened this year, but it is what it is. I mean, we kind of have the responsibility to kind of take it and, and, and build from it, uh, move forward and, and, and make something of it or else it's pointless. Right? It's pointless, right. And so, you know, you think that some of the best music that ever came out in the history of music came out during times of strife, you know? That's you a know. very valid point as well. Right. Yes. So, you know, America might have been a little too comfortable. We don't have any wars on our streets. We don't it's have peace. anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, now there's wars. There's race war. There's a class war. There's 
a war on unarmed black men with the police. Don't let me get that twisted by mm-hmm, any means. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? There's not bombs going off in our streets. We've, we've all gotten a little complacent, and I think that we've all been real shook up. Yeah, with the research. Uh, well, and, you know, I think that I think a lot of people have always known what was going on, right? Especially if you're black in this country, it's not new to you. But I think a lot of white people had a rude awakening these last couple of years, uh, realizing how bad things really are, mm-hmm. um, which is creating a lot of problems. It's also creating some new allies. So I'm really curious. That's true. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see, um, you know, I, I think if there's one good thing that we can take from all the craziness that's about to happen with Trump and yeah. I don't I can't even really allow myself to think about it because I, I kind of just have like small panic attacks yeah, and I don't know either. but you know what we're, at least we're gonna get some amazing music out of the deal like we're gonna get some amazing revolutionary music like, and I always said it's a lot of money about to come to the city too I think it's gonna I mean obviously you know yeah. the gentrification and things <laughs> in general, in but I'm general. just saying, the tourists and all that—it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be lit around here. In terms of politically speaking, this—I feel like it's always gonna be on one thousand. Because I mean, he's not gonna get boring. <laughs> you know, whichever next uh, big thing he's gonna do, random and protest and uh, who knows, man. You know, though, I was thinking about it today. You know, like they shot Abraham Lincoln, they shot JFK. Like we've already had like. We've already had like crazy political like situations. Like when Bush was elected, people were freaking out, you know. And 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 yet here we are. You know what I mean? Our mm-hmm. earliest president, eighteen ninety, they killed Abraham Lincoln, and mm-hmm. ni- or in eighteen sixty, and in nineteen sixty, they killed JFK. You know, like it wasn't that long ago that like it a president was assassinated, right? So like honestly, like our world is kind of crazy, but it's actually like considerably less tame than it than it, or considerably more tame than it was. Many years ago, like I, you know, I was reading about the Red Summer last night, nineteen nineteen. That like, are you familiar with this? No. So basically, after Emancipation Proclamation, and there was like the flood, you know, the flight of black people from the south going to the north, because that was everything. And so a lot of black people moved north, and then there was a lot of like political or race, right. uh, you know, tension. And so race wars popped off. The biggest all over the country, but the biggest ones were in Chicago, D.C., and then like. Fucking Idaho, Idaho, or something. I don't know. Oh, Some, Idaho, Iowa, <laughs> Iowa, or like someplace hella random. I just brushed over that. I was like, I, I've never even heard Somewhere. of that place. It doesn't, doesn't really matter to me. But, but I mean, it was terrible, and that's what really jumped off like so much of our racial tension because you know they were paying black people the same wages in the north as white people, but then all the white people got really afraid of losing yeah, their jobs to black mm-hmm. people, and that's when the shit popped off. So you know. Fucking white people, sidebar. But, like, it's actually never (laughs) been good, right? Like, it's never been... This has always been an issue. It it got better for a little while. Um... But it's not it's not okay, you know what I mean? So Can I can I say this? I just yeah. wanna inter- interject real quick. I think what also happened too, like especially for myself, like in politics, never really got involved until Obama came in. Right. And I think you're speaking on a generation awakening, if you will, where you know, Obama's right. main premise was hope 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 we gotta have hope and i think he preached it and it was very successful nationwide you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and then to have something so dramatic happen mm-hmm. afterwards you know we saw it in slow motion like this guy's outrageous the things that he's doing and his campaigns and blah 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 it's no way it's no way it's gonna happen i don't even think and it did you know it what did. i'm saying with that hope thing and with our brains at least mine uh, not being really 
politically cut on until Obama even came in. So we right. were we read about uh, Abraham Lincoln, you know, Martin Luther King. We, we read about all those but different you don't really times. Think about exactly. So like, yo, they, someone came in and killed the president exactly. They didn't like him exactly. Like, or JFK, like we saw it, but then like the times of the turmoil now, it's like we're you know. Trump is tweeting the craziest stuff, and it's like, whoa, slow down, like, whoa, but like you know, a, if your s- eyes wide open type situation. If Sam Burns was in the room, I'm gonna speak on his behalf because okay. he's been here. He's like almost seventy, I believe, and he's been in the city. And he'd say, if he was in the room, he'd say, I lived through it a couple times before, and I lived through it again. again. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's some real deep perspective when you're like, wow, you know, mm-hmm. wow, yeah, mm-hmm. True. yeah. So, so I guess. It, we got to figure out how to navigate, right? How to be, yeah. how to be the bright light in this, uh, this, this storm that's rolling in on the coast. How to maintain? Like, how do we maintain that with integrity and exactly and compassion, exactly. You know, and empathy, but and strength. You yeah. know, you're and, absolutely right. And and not one one of the biggest things, like you know, when a lot of the uh, police brutality stuff was happening, it was so easy to get so caught up in all the violence and. Yeah, fuck everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm going in the streets. Like, y'all right. get this work. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, people tend to, in my opinion, um, let profanities fly. Like, I've never, like, I so I deliver food sometimes like, right. on the side. And, and yes, I, I do have a job. And You're people, a real human. Imagine yeah, I'm a real that. human, yeah. But um, it's so crazy how cars drive crazy. Y'all drive in D.C., New York, wherever, all the time. And the, how quickly someone will call you a bitch or you black bitch or you this or you that. And it's just like... What? Like, it's just so much hate. It's like, I hate everybody. But at the end of the day, like, we do have a responsibility as humans, I feel like, or as spiritual beings to not always that initial to respond. So that initial, like, okay, you cut me off. I'm cussing you the fuck out. And then right. that is the same thing that I think um, more long term, like when something tragic happens with, again, p- police brutality or something like that, to not go so quickly off the racist handle even. You right. know what I'm saying? I think it's so easy to just... Automatically to be so reactive. Yeah, you're a racist. You're this or you're that. And it's like, well, you know, we are all human. Find the love. Find the peace and and, and connect with that in someone else first. Then their skin color. (laughs) Right. That's so cliche though, right? But it's true. I mean, it's 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 really, really true. You know, I ride a bike, so I get the worst of the worst people screaming at me Mm -hmm. and it's crazy. And this summer, I had this one day I was riding to work, and I had like six different instances in like a mile and a half. Yeah. It was crazy. Just sometimes it's in the air, man. Yeah, I agree. It's I just agree. Some days, I don't know what it is. And this one kid, he cut me off, and for no damn reason on Florida Abbey, he was the only car. And then he had to stop at the light. And I came up next to him, and I was like, hey, man, can you please give me three feet? And he rolled down the window, and he started screaming at me, why don't you get out of the fucking road, you fat bitch? Yeah. And see. I just looked at him, and I was so like, upset yeah. from so many other people trying to hit me and like yell at me that I literally just looked at him and I started yelling at him I love you wow I didn't even realize what was happening but I just started I was like I love you man like I love you like I am not your enemy like yeah. I'm just trying to get to work young like I'm just don't trying to get to work yeah. like I love you man like I don't hate you why do you hate me yeah and the look on his face and he just stopped and he like apologized and wow was, and I was like it's cool, and I just got on my bike and I grabbed my way to work. But it like, like I don't hate him. Yeah. But I also don't want him to kill me. Yeah, <laughs> too. So give me my three feet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can I live? And you probably impacted his day in a positive way. At the end of the day, and that's where the impact really comes. That's into where the play. impact came from. Because you right. stop, you stop the the roll. Right. You halt it, and it's like, well, damn. You think he didn't go home? And it's like. 
Damn, that crazy ass white lady. Not no, you think <laughs> he ain't no, going I'm home? Sure he, like I was dead right. wrong. I was dead wrong. Right. I messed up today. Whether he told his wife or right. husband or God, it doesn't matter. Right. At the end of the day, I know he went home thinking like, damn, okay, you know that's 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 that piece that I think is really vital now to to learn how to stop that cycle because hate begets more hate at the and, end of the day. And it's hard, especially when you, you know, it's just like any situation when, when you're really drawn. When you're on a bike and someone almost hits you, it's like this incredible Hulk thing comes at you. <laughs> this like adrenaline's going through yeah, you, you're yeah, shaking. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not thinking clearly and so it's even easier at that point to react. Yeah. And to be like, ah! Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm out ugly you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, that just doesn't, you know what I mean? It doesn't do anything. So yeah, that was the lesson I learned That's is valid. that like, not react, you yeah. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. to, or if I do, react with love. Yeah. Break right? the cycle. Break wanna, the cycle. I want to tell one more quick story since we're on the topic. Why yeah. Um, there was this video going around on Facebook uh, when people before the election actually happened. And they had a lady or something that would go to the opposite rally. So Hillary went to the Trump rally and Trump went to the Hillary rally who lost her dog. So... The dog comes and everybody's like, look, like, what, 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 you know what I'm saying? She's like, oh my God, I lost my dog. I can't find my dog. Da, 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 da. But she has on the op- opposing shirt. Right. And what ended up happening by the end of the, the thing, nobody ever aggressively approached her in any way. At the end of the day, it was all about helping her find this dog. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they finally got everybody reunited and they're all standing there and they're like, yeah, I guess, I guess it is important to have like human interaction. Like at the end of the day, love that your love for your animal and our love for animals and a caring of a person is is over trump's no pun intended right. like our political views and i thought that was so deep because a lot of the videos for pre-election were all you know people getting beat up at the trump rallies right. or you right. know just very extreme emotion and again exactly. it just really made us all human which again at the end of the day no matter who you voted for or who you didn't vote for or whatever we're all human at the end right. of the day, you know what I'm saying? And, and we all got to live here. Yeah, Trump ain't in my together. living room, you yeah. know what I mean? Neither was Obama. Like, exactly. So. No, true, true, truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, I love I love this random conversation that we're having and today. And I feel like this is the most popular, like everybody's commenting as well. But um, That's good. Should we take a, should, do we have any questions from the audience? I don't know how many people are uh, watching over here. Yeah, we, got, we got a few, we got a few. Oh, it's Kruger. What's up, baby? What's up, Skrager? What's going on, baby? I haven't seen you in a minute, man. Welcome back, though. I saw you just landed from LA too, whole time. That's right. He probably still high as shit. <laughs> hey, I bet he is. I hope he brought, yeah. brought me some Eddie's back, baby. Hanging out with Giddy Up. <laughs> they said this video is so profound. Please keep it going. We got you. That's awesome. Molly got man. the history. That's my history buff right here. Who knew? Hey, man. <laughs> hey, you know, try to, you know, knowledge is power, right? You yeah, know? No, it is. And, uh, you Outlets are power too, whole time. If you uh, if you can, you know, understand somebody's story, it makes it a little bit easier to empathize and then to to know how to react accordingly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the thing is, you never know. You know, if I could pass anything on to anybody, it's just that you never know what anybody is going through, and and we're almost all guaranteed to have gone through some trauma, whether it was recently or not. Right. And especially when you've got refugees from all over the world, you know, coming into places that they're not, you know, you could be having the worst day ever and and go through your life, and you're at Subway buying a sandwich, and there's somebody behind you, you don't really pay much attention to them, you go on your day, they go on your... Well, what if that person just came from Syria and watched the whole family got blown up, yeah. and you tripping on some dumb shit somebody yeah. said on Facebook, no, right? that's true. And meanwhile, the woman right behind you in some innocuous place, like, subway, right? Like, it, yeah. you know, you just never know what anybody's gone through. That's so true. And so I feel like it's just um, more important than ever to just, you know, 
lead with love and not fear. Yes. Very difficult, though. It is very difficult. People fear what they don't understand. And people also avoid knowledge so that they're not fearful. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, because that fucks up their whole shit. That's the point. Like, why, poking why, holes in my theories that I've been exactly. hanging on to for 30 years. Have the, why would you have to change if you don't, if you don't quote unquote, know? You know right. what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a very hard balance that people and pills that people have to swallow. But it's so uncomfortable. I don't think a lot of people also have much of a choice either. Because to, to stay in the same place, I think, is uh, more uncomfortable. It's harder. Yeah, it's harder to hang on. It's like when you're on a speedboat and you try to hang on real tight. Like, forget you, it. Oh, roller coaster just, just like, gotta, oh! You just got to go with it, man. Well, hopefully, yeah. you know, people like you, Risa Renee, can be the light. You can uh, you can inspire some other people to, to go forward through life with a little bit yeah. more love and compassion. And I hope so. Bravery. You know, I, I think it takes a lot of bravery to get up on stage and, and to sing. And especially in, you know, hip-hop and R&B, because so often the production value is really bad as far as just, like, your performance, they're like, oh, they'll just play your song on a speaker 30 feet away and give you a microphone and expect you to sound good. And yeah. it's like, damn, man, like nobody can sound like. So I really give it to 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 you as a you know performing artist and you're never afraid. You know, one thing I, I'm going to give you some mad props right now. You are you are the one artist that rolls with the punches better than anybody I've ever seen. You're like, <laughs> I got 12 minutes. I'm doing three and a half songs and I'm out like and you don't like. You don't get upset about it. Like, you don't, you know what I mean? And I'm sure there's disappointments, but like, you maximize. You're like, fuck it. All right. I only got 12 minutes. I'm going to make the, oh, yeah. those 12 minutes the best 12 minutes this audience has seen all day. And I've seen you do that countless times yeah, yeah. when I'm working at a van or vending. You know, I'm in the background and I see the energy of the event. And then Risa shows up and it's like, <laughs> yes, you know? And you do your two songs because inevitably your set's been pushed back because yeah. it's a hip hop event. And I don't know how goes. that goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You just roll with it, and you make the most out of every second that you get. And you're such a great performer, so I uh, I'm uh, honored to to be a part of your journey and yeah. call you a friend. Yeah, and, uh, man. We definitely need to do. We need to have like our own little podcast. You know, I'm actually thinking the same thing. Time out. Do you have an iPhone charger? No. Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, Team my phone's Android. gonna die. Sorry. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. But go to. In fact, go to Molly's page. I'll tag her on the video as soon as it. Well, I guess I can't do that. <laughs> Sam, tag Molly's uh, Facebook. Yeah, so Sam Bone. Go there, please. Help. Sam Bone. Sam Bone, help. Um, but yeah, no, actually, live is my favorite part because I'm an introvert, believe it or not. I love being out uh, because when I come out show-wise, show-wise, not, not necessarily like, but it's because I know people there appreciate For sure. art. You know what I'm saying? So, and anytime I can get that opportunity to share what I've been in the lab or in my little dungeon working so hard for, it's like, yes, you like it too. Let's dance together. You know what right. I'm saying? This is our moment. You know what I'm saying? I can give you my happy. I can give you my sad. I can see you smile and see your reaction to it because I know how it made me feel. And right. it just completely just fills me back up. Like it's a, it's an ongoing cycle and it's so necessary for me. So, you know, any any opportunity I get is it, is is really cool with me I mean, for real. I, it's I, a I love what I do. it's a great <laughs> attitude to have because you know one day you'll have exactly the right stage and the right sound no, and the not, right mics. So, Sam, not one love massive. It's on a personal page. Okay, sorry. what's up, Sam Bone? <laughs> thanks. Okay, thanks. He just did it. I love it. it. I love it. So yeah, I mean. Um, so where where can people find you? Where should they? What spaces of yours should they be paying attention to next? Um, I would say for now, um, obviously you have my website, Risa Renee dot com. Um, 
For obviously. The, obviously. Not obviously? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Website. <laughs> website. Be... Website one is important. That's but right. More importantly, social media, man. I'm a social media gem. So yeah. Instagram is one of my top favorites. Um, SoundCloud, I'm going to be uh, releasing a lot of streams and free music for you guys as well. Again, because you've just been so, so patient. Um, so you can follow my SoundCloud, my YouTube channel. Um, I'll be uploading, again, endless videos. But everything, as long as you know how to spell my name, you can find me. Risa Renee, R-E-E-S-A. R-E-N-E-E. So Facebook slash Risa Renee. Instagram slash Risa Renee. Twitter is at Risa Renee. Like Snapchat. Risa Renee. <laughs> it's all. Everything. Yeah, everything. Risa Renee. Drops <laughs> bomb. Well, yeah, yeah. So I'll be releasing that uh, through that. Um, also, me and Molly are still talking about it, y'all. I'm going to just put it out there now, but organizing it, rather. Um, I want to release a video this week, actually, and song. Yeah. Um, I don't, should I... You guys can wait. I'm not. I'm gonna talk about that later. Maybe we we'll come back <laughs> when I have more charge on my phone. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So social media for now is like the number one top. Well, we're teasing them with this little video release, and they just everyone needs to pay attention to uh, One Love Massive, Risa Renee. Yeah, because it's a lot coming. The whole squad, How really. can they find your stuff, Molly? One Love Massive. Everything is One Love Massive. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, One Love Massive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I put the pressure on. Amen. Yeah. Thanks for I having say? me, man. Thank you for coming. This you is already, a beautiful thing. You already know. We got we, we got to do this again for sure. Yeah, you we already know. <laughs> I'm down. We can talk about all the things. I know. Like, we just got into the mix, too. Anyway. We weren't even planning on that. No, no. But that was good, though. And it necessary. Is. It feel, is necessary. I feel lighter. Y'all feel lighter? Do y'all have any questions before I jump off? Five, four, three, two. What, 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 what? <laughs> Risa Renee Radio. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I know. I think we're good. All right. Thanks, Molly. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yo, yeah.